Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Alongside former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. Very happy to go out to the Brownie and Crouppen celebrity line. Joined by Pro Football Hall of Famer, nine-time Pro Bowler, two-time NFL passing yards leader, and Jamie's favorite statistic, five-time Grey Cup champion Warren Moon joining us here on Ribs and BK. Warren, thanks so much for the time today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, guys. How are you today? Doing very well. So let's start with this. You see the news the other day. Patrick Mahomes is a $500 million man. What was your initial reaction? Uh, He deserves every penny of it. Uh, I think any athlete who can get whatever he can um, should go ahead and try and and do that. And and Patrick has shown on his first two or three years in the league what his value is to the Kansas City Chiefs being an MVP in his first season as a a, – a whole starter, and then last year taking his team to a Super Bowl and winning it and be, being MVP. So he's being paid for that, but he's also being paid on what they think he can do in the future. And, and if he's still improving as a 24-year-old, uh, the sky's the limit for this kid. So I think it was a great deal for the Chiefs uh, because they tie up uh, one of the uh, great talents in this league that we've seen uh, for a long time, and I think it's great for Patrick because it gives him the type of security that he was looking for, and it also helps – to be able to still um, put good talent around him with, with the way the, the, the contract is structured, you can still put good talent around him because he doesn't break the bank as far as uh, taking all the salary cap. It was really salary cap friendly for the football team. Yeah, Warren, that's kind of where I wanted to go with this was, you know, for, well, for at least the last couple of years, maybe handful of years, everybody talked about Tom Brady taking team-friendly deals in order to provide – uh, salary cap room for the Patriots to try and build a team around him, which they, well, I mean, they successfully did that. Now, you look at Patrick Mahomes, and his number goes up substantially two years from now. After two seasons, he goes up substantially. Do you really think that they're going to be able to provide weapons for him around to make them successful or build the defense up enough? I guess my question is, will his high salary or the contract that he signed Will that affect the Chiefs' potential of winning consistently? You know, that, that all remains to be seen because uh, we don't know what the salary cap is going to do. We're, you're hoping that the salary cap will continue to go up as well. It might not go up this next year because of uh, the, the way the season might turn out with no fans. So so the, uh, the income that they bring in probably won't be what they're looking for. But uh, the year after that, I'm sure it will rebound, and, and then the salary cap will start rising again. So by, about the time his contract goes into play, Hopefully that salary cap will improve maybe another $15, $20 million by then, and then that will allow them to keep some guys. And you've got to remember, in the next couple of years, this this contract doesn't go into play. So they've got a, a couple of more year window you know, to win a couple of more championships if they can keep this same group together. And then after that, you're probably going to start seeing some of those guys being released anyway because they're getting up in years. Maybe a, a Travis Kelsey who's 30 years old now, maybe he's not the guy that they're looking for 
you know, two or three years from now, the same thing with uh, Honey Badger. He's a 30-year-old guy, guy. So they're going to start looking to, to bring in younger players as well that are, are, are less salary uh, players. And, and that's what they do a great job of right now. They, they do a great job of bringing in young players, developing those players, and then they're ready to step in when it's time. Warren, you started your professional career in the NFL in 1984 with the Houston Oilers. You've seen 40-plus years of professional football. What have you seen about Patrick Mahomes in his first two years as a full-time starter that makes him unique? When Can you think of anybody else in the back of your mind that you would compare what we've seen the first two years of Patrick Mahomes' career to? Probably a Dan Marino, but uh, without the mobility, you know, Dan Marino didn't have that mobility. But as far as a passer, I mean, nobody could pass the ball like he did when he first came into the league. I think he threw 48 touchdown passes the first year that he started and uh, took his team to a Super Bowl, and uh, he was slinging it all over the place. And he was a guy that they didn't start uh, the first part of his rookie year, and then all of a sudden they they let him go, and, and he took off. So he'd be the guy that I would compare to the most as far as coming into the league and just really making a huge impact with, with uh, his ability only. Uh, you know, we've seen other young quarterbacks come in the league like Ben Roethlisberger and people like that and take their teams to, to Super Bowls, but they weren't the – they weren't the main reason why. Dan Marino was the main reason why the Miami Dolphins went to the Super Bowl because he was throwing the ball all over the place. Now, Warren, look, being a former quarterback and a Hall of Fame quarterback at that, uh, you played up. You got up there in years. You had a f- fantastic career. So my question is geared towards maybe some of the old veterans that are still around. And I, what kind of an impact do you think uh, Drew, Pre- Drew Brees will have this year at his age? Uh, do you think he can still bring it? and be that guy for the Saints and Tom Brady. You got to talk about him a little bit and what can he bring to the Buccaneers and does he still have gas left in the tank to do some damage with them? Yeah, I think both of those guys do. You you watch the way they played last year. Now, Tom didn't have one of his greatest seasons, but I don't think he had the greatest weapons around him as well. But uh, Drew Brees um, really played well last year and uh, he had an injury uh, last year that kind of hampered him a little bit, so he missed some games but I think that really helped him uh, at the end of the season because he seemed to be a little bit fresher. And, and I think as a, an older player, and, and I played until I was 44, that's the thing that you worry about later into the season. You start to wear down a little bit just because uh, you, you are older and you, your legs uh, aren't as fresh, say, in week uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, going in, into the last part of the season. So you have to really be conscious of how you take care of your body how many reps you're getting in practice, uh, making sure you're getting your good rest throughout the week so you're fresh when it comes game time because that's where I, I tended to see uh, the, the drop-off in my abilities was later in the season. And uh, when your legs when your legs aren't there as a quarterback, your legs are more important than your arm. Most people think, of, oh, he's got a strong arm. No, your legs, if your legs are up under you and your legs are strong, you're going to throw the football with good velocity. Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Moon joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. So that's the older quarterbacks in the league right now, Warren. I want to ask you about the younger guys in the league. You've got a good one out in Seattle. There's certainly one that we've been talking about in Kansas City. Outside of Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, if I was to say, Warren Moon, you can have any other quarterback in the league for the next decade, who would you be picking? Not Patrick Mahomes, not Russell Wilson, but any other guy in the league for the next decade. Man, you know, this league right now is in really good shape quarterback-wise. There's a lot of good young quarterbacks in the league, and, and there's a, a lot of them that you could pick from. But I'd probably have to go with Lamar Jackson right now just because 
you know, he's 23 years old. He's already won an MVP in the league, um, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better as a passer. And the only thing that, that concerns me a little bit about him is, is his longevity because he does run the football a lot, but I think as he becomes a better passer, he won't uh, have to run the football as much, and he'll be able to hurt you a little bit more with his arm. And even though he, you know, he hurt people this year with his arm, he threw for 4,000 yards, and but he also ran for over 1,200. So he would be the guy I would think uh, I, would, I would go with next after those two guys. But, again, there's so many other good young quarterbacks in the league, whether it's, you know, Dak Prescott is coming off of a 4,900-yard season. Uh, you look at uh, 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 kid Josh Allen in, in Buffalo, he, he's starting to, you know, ascend. I mean, there's so many good young quarterbacks in this league that there's a lot of different ways you can go. I love uh, Deshaun Watson in Houston. He's another guy that I would I would really put high up on that list because of what he's been able to do in such a short period of time there in Houston, and we saw we saw how he played in college in, in big time games, and we've seen how he's played here in the NFL. So there's a lot of good young quarterbacks in this league. Warren, I'm going to shift gears on you here just a little bit because uh, I remember you as an Edmonton Eskimo. I was a young kid growing up in Ottawa, watching uh, your team pretty much run a train over the entire league for a long time. Uh, but Edmonton, I'm curious to get your thoughts and your feelings on the city of Edmonton because the NHL, as we know now, is going to be using Edmonton as a hub city to get through the rest of the playoffs and hopefully crown a Stanley Cup champion. You spent a lot of time in Edmonton. You know Edmonton this time of year. What can we look forward to seeing out of Edmonton as a city, and why do you think that that was a good pick by the NHL? Well, first of all, it's a great hockey city. Um, they they love their their hockey up there. I mean, just like they do all over Canada. But you got to remember, that there was a period there when Wayne Gretzky was there, right after we were winning our Grey Cups. So I think they won, you know, four or five Stanley Cups. So this is a a team that uh, in a city that knows about hockey. They love their hockey players. I think they'll do a great job of being ambassadors for the league. Uh, as far as welcoming uh, whatever teams come into that city. And, and I think they'll do a good job of, of isolating the players and keeping them away from, from what they need to stay away from as far as the COVID virus and the things that are out there. So Edmonton's a good place. It's really grown a lot since I've been there, no question about it. Uh, there's there's you know good restaurants around the city. There's there's uh, a lot of entertainment and different things for the players to do. But but I don't know how much of that they're going to be allowed to do because if they're going to try and keep them in some type of bubble as well, you don't want those guys venturing all over town. But but like I said, Edmonton is a good hockey city, and I think they have enough hockey facilities around the, the city to uh, take care of all the teams that are going to be there. Final question that I have for you, Warren. We're talking to the, for, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, Warren Moon, here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. You were the first black quarterback elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and you look around the league right now. You've got Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. I mean, it is a the next generation is full of quarterbacks, black quarterbacks that could follow in your footsteps. What is it like for you to be able to watch this next generation develop the way that they have thus far and what you hope that they can become moving forward, Warren? You know, it's one of the things I'm most uh, proud of that that uh, myself, uh, Doug Williams, who won a Super Bowl in 1988, and, and Randall Cunningham, the way he played during the same time that I did, I think we were the ones that kind of changed the 
the uh, the focus of what people thought of African-American quarterbacks and, and kind of got rid of some of those stigmas and those stereotypes that the African-Americans could not play the game at a very high level. So uh, that's what makes me proud that we've been able to give more opportunities to these younger guys and let them get a chance to see what they, show what they can do on the field and you, and you see what they're doing. They're, they're doing it at a very, very high level. Uh, and one of these guys is probably going to be, or if not one, more than more than one of these guys are going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. So that's something I'm very proud of. One of the most proudest things that um, that I'm proud of playing the game is that I was able to help make change and make change for guys that that uh, didn't weren't necessarily getting the opportunities back in the 80s and, and 70s and 80s when I was playing. But now they're getting many opportunities, and they're taking advantage of them. Well, we enjoyed the hell out of watching you, Warren, and we are enjoying watching all of these guys doing it right now as well. He's Warren Moon. He's a Pro Football Hall of Famer. Joined us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. We always appreciate the time, Warren. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All right, guys. Thanks for having me, and uh, hopefully we'll talk down the road. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. That's Warren Moon joining us here on Ribs and BK.